Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. My guest today is a new friend. This is Logan McKee. Logan has a variety of experiences that he'll be sharing with us here today. Logan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thrilled that you're here. The context around which I know you, uh, we're collaborating on a little project called TEDx Lehigh. Uh, Yep. And folks, you all are familiar with TED Talks. I've referred to them before. TEDx is an independently organized event. Um, Logan is heading up one of these events in Lehigh, Utah, and has invited me, and I'm honored, uh, to serve on the board for that event, and I'll also be making a presentation there. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're glad to have you. And TEDx Lehigh in and of itself is, is one of its, you know, one of a kind. Um, having yeah. an event like this in Lehigh is going to be fantastic for the community. And so we're just glad to have you, first of all. But uh, anyone at all in the area should definitely check it out. It would definitely be something... Uh, for them to learn and, and to grow and be a mm-hmm. part of. Well, these events are fantastic. The theme is ideas worth sharing. And I have learned so much from TED Talks and presentations that are given in TEDx events. And it's just amazing, the ideas that are rumbling around in people's minds. Totally. The cool thing, I think that the highlight for me is that these talks are given by the average Joe. You know, Regular you, people. Me, and, yeah. and they have, we all have great ideas and things that are worth sharing. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to be, you know, a big figure in the community to do something like this. If you have an idea that's definitely worth sharing, I think, why not go for a platform like TEDx and share what you've got? This started for you, Logan, because you participated in a TEDx event. Yes. You've done a few of them now, I think. I've done two, yes. Two? Okay. Yeah, I did one in, in Rexburg, Idaho. Mm-hmm. Uh, of all places, fantastic place. Um, and I applied to do one there because I'm very passionate about Africa. You see, I lived there for a number of years. I was just going to say, I think you have an Idaho accent. <laughs> no way. <laughs> My, I was Not born, even. I was born in England. Born, England? Yeah, born yes. and almost raised. Um, I, lived, I lived, like I said, in Africa, in Ghana for three years, in South Africa for a year as well. Uh-huh. Um, what, I mean, what an incredible place. It's my, by far my most favorite place that I have, uh, that I visited and I've been, been around. Yeah. Um, but this, this TED event that, uh, I applied for, I wanted to speak about Africa, uh, and just how we as a developed world can learn so much from rural Africa. Um, yes. and so, you know, I had the opportunity quite a lot to go out into the villages and the sticks and to see these people and how they lived and just their attitudes and, and their way of life. Mm-hmm. And I learned a ton. And so I wanted to share that with, with yes. everybody. Yeah. And so I was able to do that in Rexburg, Idaho. And then Idaho Falls was my second one. Yeah, On the TEDx stage. Mm-hmm. This passion that you have comes from the things that you learned about principle, about life, mm-hmm. uh, maybe about our perspective. Exactly. You know, the perspective is a huge thing. Mm. Because here I, there, well, there I was, this, this kid, uh, I was you know, playing with my Game Boys and mm-hmm. iPod, iPods and things like that. And then all of a sudden I'd get out of my car 
and spend some time with these children who were literally playing with sticks and uh, like tin cans, you know, like uh-huh. a tuna can or something. They would be rolling that around in the dirt and they were laughing. And, and you know, that was fun. Right. And so all of a sudden I was like, oh, my word, here I am playing Mario and, and thinking that this is fun. But, but these children, in my opinion, had nothing. And so I had to change my perspective and really see what true mm. happiness was and, and how to just appreciate life with whatever we have. And there's a lot we can learn from these rural dwellers. I think that they're very rich in, in one sense of the word, rich at uh, life and experience and just how they enjoy the little that they have. Right. Little is a judgment, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a perspective. It's a comparison because in your mind, they had nothing. In their mind, they got everything. That's exactly right. Everything that they need to experience joy. Yeah, I know. And, and, you know, I took away so many lessons from Africa. If, if those listening today, if, if you haven't been to Africa, consider it. You know, there's so much that you can do out there to learn uh, and to grow as people. And then, of course, have that vacation aspect of things, too. But sure. uh, if it were up to me, I'd, I'd be living out there right now. I love uh, it so much. Yeah. I'm thinking of some research that was done on happiness. And you may be familiar with this, Logan. It's, um, it's looking at cultures and people like what you're describing that, mm-hmm. that uh, you experienced in Africa, where, relatively speaking, they have very few resources or the, the modern technologies that we take for granted and enjoy, and yet their happiness levels are comparable to or sometimes surpass those of the more developed countries. Absolutely. I believe that 100%. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I mean, I've seen it with my own eyes. I remember, uh, I have an experience, if you don't mind, of we visited a village on stilts. So it was over this beautiful lake. Okay. And we, we took a canoe ride mm-hmm. of about 30, 45 minutes to get to this village on stilts. It was a fantastic sight. Oh, yeah. And we went there with the intention to distribute underwear. We just wanted to give underwear to the children. Uh, they had it, but it was very old. Mm. You know, the elastic was kind of falling off and sure. things like that. We went there and I was, of course, shocked to see kind of the conditions that they were living in. And you look off to the side and there's kids jumping off the stilts, laughing, diving into the water, having the time of their lives. Mm. And I was just kind of in awe of of how they were behaving. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was me coming from my nice comfy home, right? So it's very, very different. But they were laughing and smiling and coming up to us and just wanted to play. It was a fantastic experience for me. Anyway, I remember giving them the underwear and it was a, they were just so appreciative of us going out there and giving them, you know, these nice new clothes and it was all fun and games for them, you know, it was like they didn't have a care in the world when in reality, well, maybe their reality is is obviously uh, something for us to learn from, but my reality was, was so different. You know, I wasn't looking at at that as a fun experience, but uh, they definitely taught me a thing or two about that. It comes down to some principles. And it's not always what we think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not about owning the the iPad and, and having access to uh, Mario Brothers. Right. Right? Because you saw these kids experiencing joy with the very simple things that were available to them. There's still some underlying principles there, I think, that, um, that drive or determine our happiness. What have you noticed about that? What have you picked up? A lot of it is definitely cultural. 
I mean, think of it this way. The last time you went to Walmart and you walked by the toy section, mm-hmm. you might have saw a, a child crying and screaming because they wanted another toy, mm. right? Right. That would never happen in rural Africa, right? First of all, there's no Walmart. Right, no Walmart, <laughs> no stores. But just the, the fact that I'm sure the child at Walmart has a thousand other toys at home but just because they're there and they're seeing these things, they feel like they're entitled to these toys. And we, we oftentimes give mm-hmm. in and buy them a, a cheap little toy, right? Right. Um, so culture definitely plays a role because th- those in Africa, they don't, have that, they don't have that distraction, that temptation, that um, almost self-deserving kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I want this toy because mm-hmm. it's new. I want a new toy, you know. Um, And so, yeah, culture plays a huge role in it. And just the fact that our wealth here in the United States and around the world, uh, these more developed countries, we can afford to do things like that. And so we're forcing ourselves to kind of a bad hand almost with with how we have to kind of live, if that makes any sense at all. We create our own monsters. Yeah. In so many ways, this this dependence on uh, material possessions... Uh, for example, or having to have the newest or or most upgraded version of whatever it is. Sure, like an iPhone or whatever. But yes. here's here's the point, right? It's great. We live in a fantastic world. This country is phenomenal. You know, I've been to many countries. I love America, and just to see, you know, how we live, how we live our lives, and 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 the things that we can purchase. Mm-hmm. I don't have any problems with that. I think what we need to do is look inside and say, look. I have all of these things. Let's be grateful for kind of what we have, right? And let's just enjoy and, and not necessarily compare ourselves to others and feel like we have to buy new things. Um, I think that mind, mm-hmm. that mindset shift is something that we should all strive for because there's so much good that we have access to that we just we're blind to, if that makes sense. We just kind of yeah. look over these things, how easy it is to have fresh water, how nice it is that you're wearing clean clothes today, mm-hmm. things like that, that a lot of other nations unfortunately don't have, but are still so happy and appreciative. Noticing it and being grateful for it, rather than taking it for, for granted. For granted right. that, yeah. Of course, everybody has this. No, they don't. It's true. And then our appreciation level can come up. <sighs> Well, Logan, this is some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad to share. I'm sure there's some other principles, maybe some stories that uh, you've encountered. As we come back from this this break, let's uh, see what else you might have learned from that. Fantastic, sounds good. Folks, this is Logan McKee at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. know that I'm excited about positive psychology. Finally, there is an app that is available to help you feed your happy. My friend Scott Wilhite developed this app. Scott, tell us about it. Well, uh, it's called Feed Your Happy. It's like seven habits meets the Fitbit where you get mm, mental training it. on seven core skills to happiness and you get the tracking ability too so that you can chart. Anything you chart improves faster. If you like apps, if you like games, if you like happy, this is it. Feed Your Happy, it's available now in the App Store. And welcome back. Logan McKee at Live On Purpose Radio today. Logan, yes, I'm glad I, I found you. 
<laughs> yeah, glad to be here, really. You know, I was just thinking how amazing it is. There's such a wealth and abundance of knowledge and experience and stories in people's lives. Yeah. And you and I have had some brief interactions as we've prepared to collaborate on this TEDx event. Um, but really, I didn't know you or what you're up to or what you've experienced. And you walk down the street and there are people everywhere in any country you would visit. And you've visited how many? 35 so far, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And lived in several of those. I've lived in six of those, yeah. Wow. And and it's not dependent on culture, is it? It any what I mean is any culture you go into, any country that you visit, is populated with people, all of whom have a wealth of knowledge and experience and stories. You're absolutely right. That as we tap into those, we learn so much, uh, which is why I love doing this podcast. Yeah, you know, one of the coolest things about living in six countries is a you're already there. And then you can travel to the countries around it. But B, right. you have so many new perspectives on life, mm-hmm. culture, stories, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if I can encourage anyone to, you know, make an effort and save money and travel, go out of your comfort zone and do it. Just because it's going to make you such a, well, I, I would say a better person just because you can see life from a different perspective. You're going to get the tools and the skills that, you, that you'll need um, by seeing and learning from other cultures. Mm-hmm. But uh, people put themselves in, in all sorts of situations in different cultures that, that others wouldn't have to. You know, in Europe, for example, right. living in Switzerland, I, I don't think I ever met a single person that couldn't speak more than three languages, you know? Right. Which is, which is unheard of. You know, we, we, here in America, we, we obviously speak English and then a, a heavy amount of us will speak Spanish too. But these kids in Switzerland are five years old speaking French, English, Italian and German. And so that's, that obviously forces them to, to be more unique in, in more ways than, than one, right? Right. But it's just, it's so unbelievable the things that you can come out with when visiting another country. I was thinking about the impact also of learning another language. Yeah. We get programmed, wow. Logan. It's so interesting to me that we grow up in the family or culture or home environment where we grow up. And we are programmed to speak English, for example. Um, well, I learned Utah English. You learned English English. <laughs> English, English. You grew up in England, right? right? Um, but we're programmed in like with the language. And we don't even think about it. We just speak. Right. And don't always realize that we're speaking according to the way we've been programmed until we get into another environment. So true. So when you went to Switzerland, you lived there for a couple of years, I think. Yeah, I, I lived think. there for two years. Um, and as you experienced another language and other cultures, it opens your eyes. It raises your awareness to the fact that what you were programmed to do as a little kid is not the only way, definitely not necessarily the best way. Right. You know, on that note, even the, distingu- the, the distinction between English-English and Utah English. Right. That's been a learning curve, believe it or not. That that just language in that sense has changed my mind my mindset and my whole my reality shift to things I say, how I how I even act. It's it's actually right. quite incredible. But um, and then languages. When I learned German, my English actually got better and I actually changed 
uh, kind of my my actions, mm-hmm. depending on the culture too. There's there's so much that goes into it, uh, Paul. You know, you just it's true to just dive into a new culture. If you're lucky enough to dive into a new language as well, there's so many skills that you'll come out with that it's just a, a no brainer for me to to continue to seek after that kind of experience. And you'll soon be moving to another country. Soon. Texas. Soon. Yeah. The, the new America, I guess. Yeah. We're, we're excited for that. We're moving to Texas. And then uh, who knows how long we'll be there before we, we go South America. Whatever the next else. adventure is. Right. We're always looking for one. So Yeah. I think that's part of the beauty also of um, things like TEDx or, or YouTube or social media. Uh, obviously, there's some downsides to the electronic and, and uh, digital emphasis that we have in our culture now, but there are some really cool upsides as we get to have some exposure to things that, that were only available to us when we traveled right. before. You get exposure too, and you can expose. Right. So let's, let's remember, I mean, you, can, you don't have to buy a $550 plane ticket to China. Right, mm-hmm. you can just go on YouTube and learn a, a ton about their culture, but they're going to do the same thing, and we can kind of mm-hmm. project our culture and who we are on social media and on, on online, so that they can learn too. And so, with the TED message, the TEDx kind of theme is is an idea worth sharing. Mm-hmm. Every single person has had an experience that you and I can learn from, and so we, yes. as a people, can can use these platforms to share who we are and and help spread positivity online. Mm-hmm. It requires, as you said earlier, getting out of our comfort zone. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of comfort. <laughs> I mean, for myself, yeah, I love comfort. But from what I know about human development, about broadening our perspectives and our horizons, comfort gets in our way. It does. And here we exist in this comfortable place and there's no reason to move. When we expose ourselves on purpose to things that are unfamiliar, um, you know, like you did as you lived in those other countries, or uh, if we explore something uh, in a new way, learn a new thing, um, it requires stepping to the edge of where we are currently comfortable and then taking a few steps beyond that. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. I think, let's just put it in, in our own reality here. We live in Utah. Mm-hmm. We've got everything we need, right? right. We, we don't need to go anywhere to, to be comfortable. We've got it all right here. Um, so it is, it's, it's a challenge for a lot of people to go elsewhere to experience that kind of thing. But I remember I wanted that experience of going out of my comfort zone to see mm-hmm. what I could learn. It was scary. I, I, went, to, I went to Athens, Greece, mm-hmm. by myself, and I had my plane ticket. It was kind of a last-minute thing, and I just all I knew is my hotel name, and I had to figure out uh, everything. And there yeah. I go, and, and there's obviously a different alphabet, these different characters. I had no idea what I was doing. I was scared, to mm-hmm. be completely honest with you, but... Looking back, I am so thrilled that I did something like that, went out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and, and just kind of rolled with it. I mean, not, not many people can do that. And, and I'm, I'm not saying that, uh, hey, look at me, look what I did. I, I really feel like doing things like that, little trips, little, little kind of experiences to take us out of our comfort zone, mm-hmm. 
can be something that we can all kind of strive to do to become better people. And, uh, and I love that lesson that I learned. I don't, I don't uh, regret going there alone at all. So little things like that I think we should strive for. Little things like booking a trip to Greece all by yourself. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not sure all of our listeners are going to see that as a little thing, Logan. You're right. I mean, bear in mind, I was in Europe, right? That's a 30-minute flight. It's but. a little quicker trip when you're starting from Europe. But the point is, the, what, it, what is your Athens? You know, what is your Greece? Uh, as Logan has described this to us, folks, what... What is it that you might do to courageously step out of wherever you currently are? Which is a good place. It's a good place. I'm not saying it's not. But there's a bigger world out there. And there are things to, to be learned and, and relationships that will enhance and enrich our experience. So maybe you could talk about that for just a minute, Logan. It's... Yeah, let, the little things. When when you said little things, you didn't mean book a trip to Greece necessarily. Although that's available. Yeah, let, I mean let's let's put this into perspective. We're yeah. here in in Utah. I've I've ridden a horse once in my life. I would, could definitely consider that going out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I know my uncle has horses. I, I feel like I'm going to be committing now to riding a horse here in the next little week. But you can do something like that, right? That's not comfortable for me. For some, it might be. But I might ride a horse. I might drive to Idaho. I might go skiing for the first time. There are different experiences. We don't have to do things that are going to put us in a new place, a new culture, a new language to be out of our comfort zone. You'll know you're on the right track if you feel scared. Is that accurate? That's accurate, yeah. My wife and I, I told you last week, we went to Zions Park. Mm. Beautiful place, folks. If you haven't visited Utah or Zions Park, put it on your bucket list. Maybe that could be your courageous thing. Absolutely. Anyway, while we were there, um, I told her as we got up on Saturday morning, I said, uh, there's something on my bucket list that's right here in Zions Park. And she's like, oh, what is it? Angel's Landing. Yeah. Okay, go look it up. It's beautiful, folks. You've been there, Logan. I have. This is a climb. It's fairly strenuous. It requires holding on to chains for the last part of it. Because there are 1,000-foot precipitous drops on both sides of the trail. This is not for the weak of heart. That's definitely leaving your comfort zone, 100%. And I knew that I was on track when I felt nervous about going up there. Now, I'm not saying that you should do things that are stupid or dangerous. What I'm saying is you'll know that you're on track of getting out of your comfort zone when you feel that. When you feel a little bit of fear. In fact, I think if there's no fear attached to it, you're probably not thinking big enough. Right. And Dr. Paul, what, what was the result? What was the reward of that hike? Oh, it was beautiful. Worth it, right? It, you know what? These are the experiences that create memories, meaningful memories. It's our 30th anniversary. Congratulations. We always get to remember now we hiked Angel's Landing for our 30th anniversary. That's a feat in itself. Well done. Right. I mean, for old people like us, right? <laughs> oh, so you're not old. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but had we chosen to do something, and we did actually, we did a few things that were not particularly courageous, like walking through the shops and, you know, visiting the visitor center. Right. Very comfortable things. Comfortable things, not stretching us. 
And those were nice, but they didn't create the kind of lasting memory that you can create when you step outside of your comfort zone and start to live a little larger. Right. 100%. I think, you know, if if we could all just kind of look inside ourselves and think, you know what, what can I do today that's a little different mm-hmm. than I did yesterday? We're, we're on that path. We're doing something that's scary, that's not easy. And we're going to come out with new skills and we're going to learn so much as people. And that's yeah. what I've you know, I thrive. I thrive in those environments. I, I search for those because I've had a taste. I know what comes as a result of, of going out of your comfort zone. So, Yes, you have. Logan, thank you for joining me at Live On Purpose Radio. No problem. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. How do people connect with you and what you're doing? I know that TEDx event has a website. Mm-hmm. We do, TEDxLehigh.com. Okay. And then you can email us at TEDxLehigh at gmail.com. Um, feel free to reach out to me on, on LinkedIn as well, just Logan McKee, um, and I'll, I'll be there. I'm very active, and, and I respond to messages on there too. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for being here, folks. I hope this has inspired you as it has me um, to keep stretching, to keep that mind open and look for the rich, abundant life that is out there for all of us to experience. And uh, Logan, great example of of doing just that. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. It's time, everybody. Go live on purpose. Mm -hmm.